it is time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on oh, Wrecked Rankings. Uh, welcome to Wrecked Rankings. I'm just going to come out and say it. This is going to be quite a different uh, or weird episode of sorts. Um, our topic today is we are talking about the uh, best things to paint, which uh, is probably not a topic you expected to hear come from us. Yeah, it's a very artsy topic, and it doesn't make sense, no, but neither does what we're drinking this week. Yeah, so so the beer we are drinking today is Arizona's Arnold Palmer Iced Tea. Arnold Palmer so Light. It's, uh, yes, Arnold Palmer Light. So the Arizona Beverage Company, which is based out of New York, uh, go figure, they yeah. have the Arnold Palmer Light, which is half iced tea, half lemonade. Yep. And uh, that is what we're drinking today. And some notes they have about it is that it is a uh, 100% natural. It is a real brewed tea. It's made with real fruit juice. has no artificial flavors or colors. There's no preservatives. And it's also kosher. Is that all we're drinking, Nathan? No, we are mixing this now. I'm in the yeah, process. Yeah, so we're making a drink. No, nothing Again, nothing's happening in your background. We're, we're not urinating. Uh, we have some Amsterdam yourself. peach vodka. So... We're going to try this Arnold Palmer Light and Amsterdam Peach Vodka. We thought it would be very appropriate with a more artsy episode to be slightly more sophisticated. Ooh, I fit all that in there. You can't crack a... Can't, actually, you could crack a can of wine. They have canned wine now. They do have canned... Dang it. We Next got, time. We have failed. Cheers, friend. Cheers. We're going to see how this is. Cheers. It's decent. That is decent. I was wondering because it's it's the tea and the lemonade and the peach flavor, so I was wondering how it'd come out. But I think it's good. Oh, granted, okay I, did, I didn't mix mine as well as yours. Yeah. But but uh, yeah, I guess with art, you know, you do something different, and so we've uh, strayed from the beer category. We are doing something different today. So like, I think yeah, sometimes you mix different paint colors, and a new color comes out. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening on this episode. It's like when you're in like third grade and they have you mix the red and the yellow paint, and all of a sudden it's orange, and you're like, bro, it's not orange. That? Bro, what just happened? I'm just kidding. But you didn't like blow your mind as a child. It's, you're like, how do this blue and yellow make green? It's like the first time you're able to do a magic trick by yourself in your life. And you can't get over it. The, the first day you learn it, it's like the coolest thing ever. But but yeah. But uh, we're digressing. But yes, the topic today is you have made a decision to paint. And now the decision is... What are you going to? Yeah, paint? so it's a very broad strokes discussion. So like, oh there's God. no there's no hard parameters on this, right? So again, the artsy episode. I can't pick can any bad jokes. Stop it. It can be left left open to your interpretation. Whatever's on your canvas, let it fly. That's kind of that's kind of our rule for this episode. Oh my God, I'm really I'm really enjoying this beverage. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. It's definitely very different from our our normal theme here. A um, lot less bubbles. Um, because there are none, but, uh, <laughs> hopping over to, I guess you're ready to kick yeah, us yeah, off. Let me start this time, right? Let's okay. Mix it right. Up. So let's start so, with the so worst the, list. The fifth worst thing to paint. Yeah. So again, the fifth worst thing to paint is painting the town. So like, like the Ben Affleck movie. Was that, was that a movie? Yeah. There's a movie called the, it's that, actually it, pretty great. You should watch it. Is it actually great? I, I like it Is it, it certified fresh? I'm going to look that up as you talk. I will provide you an answer later. Okay. So this most often and probably most popular application is, is used to like, hey, we're going out tonight and we're going to paint the town red or we're going to paint the town. 
What does that mean, Nathan? Going out, partying, seeing things, uh, taking up the space of the community. Yeah, you know, you're going out, you're trying to have a good time, you're, you know, you're trying to, you're being like a woo girl, essentially. You're going out. You're doing, <laughs> I don't know if that's required, but. You're doing, you're doing some line dancing, you're hanging out with your boys, drinking some Bud Lights, you know, and you think that you're just the bee's knees. But you know what? You're not. You know why? Because everyone else there with you is doing the exact same thing. So there's nothing about what you're doing that is actually painting the town, Okay. You're just being average, okay? It's like going to um, an academic decathlon and saying, I'm smart. You know what? So is everyone else. I'm going to stop you right here. So you're not even talking about actually I am. No. In the abstract, Nathan. So you're talking about colloquialisms here. We're not even discussing a canvas anymore. You have no say here, sir. Okay. I was wondering where the discussion would get to the actual painting. but This is painting, okay? <laughs> it's just, you know, you're not using a roller. You're using, like the, you're using a toothbrush. And it's, just, it's on the town. And it's not working. You can't cover it. Okay. <laughs> you don't understand. You've never painted the town red. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know how to comment on this. <laughs> I mean, how do you want me to respond? I, I guess, yes, this would be a... Especially in the context of the thing, it would be, it would be a terrible thing to paint. Yeah. You, know, you would end up with nothing to look at at the end of the day except your own hangover, depending on well, what... All right, let's look at it very literally. What if you were actually painting your town? It could I mean, be beneficial. Somebody has to. There's a lot of contract work that goes out. It provides jobs for the community. But what if you're just painting things that have been freshly painted? It's just wasteful. We'll see. There you go. So which is it? It's all from a certain point of view, isn't it? I'm not going to honor this with any further discussion. You, know, you don't have to. Move on. What's your number all right. five? All right. So five best things to paint, I would say, is a pet. A pet that you have. A pet? Yes. Something that's close that's to That's on you. the best list? Yes. So... I mean, with painting, you know, when you're painting something, you want to have something that's important to you for one reason or another. You know what's important to people? They're pets. So maybe you want to, you know, paint your dog Patches or your cat Margie or Papa Pow Pow the parrot. This is on your best list. Yes. Because, yeah, it's something that, you know, you'd like to end up with a painting of. You know, it's something that's close to you that you care about. It's, it, it's you know, it's your pet. They're, How many like people, like, are you doing the painting? Yes. Do you know how many people can accurately depict their animal on canvas? Uh, yes, all of them. As long as you capture the spirit of the animal. You have, to get the, you have to get the essence. Yes, you get the essence of the animal on the canvas. Get, you get the right color palette. You're you're set to go. I think this is pretty straightforward. I don't you like think your it pet. is. You want to paint your pet. It's great. You end up with the painting your pet. That's wonderful. You can hang it up in your own house. And oh. people come over and be like, hey, yo, is that... No, granted... Is that, is that Jeffrey the, see, the ferret? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I, you I see, painted it myself. My, my big argument isn't that you shouldn't have paintings of your pets. My battle is who's doing the painting. Because I, I don't think most pet owners... All right, so to clarify, for this, it's things to paint. This this is me taking... You said your pet. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I'm taking this, this uh, okay. topic, this uh, prompt for is... We're painting something, so in all of these cases, I am the painter. So it's basically, I've okay. sat down, I'm going to paint something, I have to choose something to paint. Now, I'm okay if you hire someone. Have, have you seen those like cool, like we, 
those websites where you can like submit a picture of like your dog and they like they put oh, them I in did. like cool like regal outfits. Okay, so what I'll do is, um, um, yeah, I, I know those, those are, are cool. those are fantastic. And what I'll say is actually, I mean, with my list, these kind of play in both scenarios too. Whether you're the painter or not the painter, okay. I think I feel the same about my list, regardless of who's doing the painting. Because yeah, because because like I mean, and like you were saying, like I mean, still having a pet painting would be pretty great, whether you're the one doing it or not. It's just a cool thing to have a painting of, and if you do okay. it yourself, you're just that more connected to it. But but yeah, okay. so we'll, we'll 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 talk about that further as we go down my list. But yeah, I guess I'll kick it back to you for the worst. Okay, uh, so the, you might agree with this one a little bit more. So number four on the worst list, painting your windshield. <laughs> so this one's a little more cut and dry, right? So like. <laughs> there's a multitude of reasons. Why well, actually no there's not. There's just one singular reason why this is bad. You can't see. Alright? So like even if you left a little strip, it's like when your windshield like ices up and you're running late in the morning. This also would have been a good excuse, you know, like it ties it to the weather. And like uh, from last week's show. But like you you let it defrost just enough for like this little slither that like you can see out of. But you know it's not safe because you don't you can't see other than like this five yard, but but what if everybody needs to know that Jefferson High went to state? That's true, but like, what if you just painted your windshield solid? Like there was no actual yeah. like word. Like you just painted the whole thing. What if that becomes a thing instead of getting your windows tinted, you just straight paint them? That would be incredibly, like insurance rates would go up, right? Uh, yeah, I think there'd be more than just that. What if we came up with like some weird, like you know, there's like. Uh, you know, what's the right word? Demolition derbies? Mm-hmm. What if we did that, but we made everyone paint their windshield? So everybody's just driving it's just, randomly in other Yeah, vehicles. it's just, yeah. Wouldn't that be wild? It would make it ten times more terrifying, I can tell you that. It's already terrifying. Dude, I... Okay, I, I don't have much to say. It's just a bad idea. Don't paint your windshield. Yeah, that's stupid. So yeah. I guess we've at least gone from, like, popular sayings to a physical <laughs> item. But, but yes, I guess I agree. Um, so uh, number four I'm going to go with a house okay so you, you always really? see paintings of houses and so once again whether you're the one doing it or somebody else is doing it you know it's a very comforting painting a lot of times because you see like this house oh that looks so peaceful it's like this little country house in the middle of nowhere it looks like somewhere I'd like to live and it gives you like this inside feeling of longing to be there and yeah. to just relax and enjoy it or it could be this cool colonial house randomly somewhere that like oh that looks super cool i'd love to be in an old cool looking house like that or something like that but i mean it's once again it's pretty straightforward it's a cool painting it looks cool it's a topic that can ring home for different people so different levels just to clarify for the listeners you mean creating a painting of a house not painting at your house yes for all of my answers i will clarify now we are talking about Making something you, on a you canvas. have a piece of canvas. And, yes, this okay. is painting in the truest okay. sense, um, and, and so yeah, you're you're painting a house, whether it's your own or some fantasy house or whatever it is you want. But but yeah, as far as subject matter for creating a painting, I think it's great. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I don't have anything else to say. But you know, yeah, I'm, I would rather paint that than a windshield. <laughs> Very good, very good. Sir. And I would not like to make a painting of a windshield when I say that too. <laughs> yeah. So number three on the worst list: painting using your rival's colors. <laughs> so 
what do I mean by that, right? So depending on who you are or what you are. So like Nathan, you know, he went to the University of Texas. I don't think his his like his painting would his primary color he would he wouldn't use maroon, right? Or like the sooner red, or like the sooner red. What is it? Crimson? No, that's not. I, I don't. I don't know what to call it. It's 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 not that far off. Well, those wouldn't be your make. first choices, especially like if you were still residing in that city. Like you absolutely would not use it. I guess. What if? Or like if you're if you're a blood, you're not going to use in, blue in the to context paint. in the context of what you've put. What if you make enemies of everybody in your life? And so you have all these rivals out there, and it takes all the color palette away from you. You just not paint ever. So it kind of goes back to what's more powerful, white or black, in the color spectrum? I mean, both. Which one's more powerful? Kind of neither, because they play off each other to work. what, What is it that they say white is the one that technically contains all colors, right? And black is the one that, like, blocks them out or something? Or... I would almost think it's the opposite. You think so? But I don't know. Either either way, I mean, the impact of white or black when you're painting doesn't really work unless you have both of them. Because, like, white on black or black on white, it makes a, I mean, it's a higher contrast, I would guess. I'm no painting expert, so I can't tell you anything. I'm probably the last person to speak about technical painting elements. But, but yeah, I I don't know if I could rightly say. Yeah, so like, where know, are you going with this? Is my question. Oh no, I don't. I don't know where I was going with that specifically. Yeah, but like, again, you know, I think about it a lot in like sports terms, right? So like, imagine you know, you're like Ole Miss in like Alabama. Obviously, you're not going to paint each other's colors, or like, you know, more, more, probably more applicable, like LSU in Alabama, right? Totally different ends of the color spectrum. It'd be like sacrilege if you use the opposing team's colors. Again, you know, gang warfare, uh, Bloods and Crips. You can't use that color, right? <laughs> or else, you know, stuff's going to go down in the streets. Um, it, you, you have to be very, very careful. You know, you have to tread lightly, essentially. And I think, you know, the slightest mistake is going to lead to a bad time. That's why it's a bad idea to paint anything using your rival's colors. Okay. I, I can't disagree with the notion there. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we've taken the prompt very different ways. I, I think that the, the concept works. I, I guess, yeah, that... I could I could respect if somebody doesn't want to respect their rivals. I guess I could I, I could get where that's coming from. So Can you? I think you seem so. kind of confused on it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think uh, you could use the rivals' colors and reclaim it for whatever you believe in. Or I don't know. Let's just let's just move on. <laughs> you know what, man? Don't do that. But yeah, I guess I guess I'm on board with that one. Uh, it, it makes. More sense to me, I guess. Yeah, the windshield one surprised me for sure. So did the town, but I think we're we're starting to get on the same page slowly here. We'll see. <laughs> a couple left. Okay, so for number three, yep, this really isn't. I don't know how to put it. I'm just going to call it absolute nonsense of abstract shapes or something like that. Wait, 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 <laughs> wait, wait, wait. what? <laughs> like you, you know, like you go to like a art uh, museum or something, and you get to like the the styles of art that aren't necessarily things that you're comfortable with. Uh, so you get into like the, the, the more abstract forms. Um, so like you, you go look at like a Picasso painting. I think technically he mainly did cubism would be the, the technical term, but it's basically random shapes or blobs or things that represent things, but it's not as defined as you expect, or it could just be certain abstract art where it's like random colors and stuff thrown out onto a freaking painting. 
but basically stuff that you're not expecting. It kind of throws you to be like, oh, what's up with these lines going everywhere in this circle and square, maybe, or whatever it is. But it's just stuff that you don't see coming, and it may really trip you out between, you know, the differences and the colors that are used or the shapes. It's just you don't really always understand what's even going on, so it kind of like throws you back. But the added bonus is if you're the one painting it, you don't have to be good at painting all the time to get the effect, depending on what type of form you're going for here. Like, because I've seen some stuff in like art museums where it's just literally like just random stuff splattered onto a canvas. So there's certain forms of this that I think you can do yourself, and somebody might not necessarily even be able to tell that it wasn't a professional painter who did it. That's all I have to so, say. So, okay, so following that train of thought, essentially. It's the best because it doesn't need to make sense to anyone else. As long as you are happy with it and understand your vision. Yes, I it's guess there's fine. a couple directions that there could be certain benefits you get from it. This could be one. Another one is it could actually be really thought provoking, especially a professional does it and uses like random shapes and things intentionally and does it very well to where it plays with your mind a bit. So depending on who's painting it and how well it's done, there could be different benefits depending on which direction you go, but... Okay. It's very abstract, the possibilities. But. Gotcha. Okay. Fair that, Fair enough. I respect it. <laughs> so, yeah, number two on my list. So, like, I keep going back and forth between, like, weird abstract applications of the topic and, like, literal ones. This one's probably the most literal painting one. Number two on the worst list, clouds. <laughs> so, why does Matt hate painting clouds? Okay, one... Nobody knows how to accurately paint them. Okay. Clouds take so many different shapes and configurations, but like everyone paints them like they're this weird bush. All it ever ends up looking like is some sort of blotchy paintwork. It never looks good. Wait, wait, wait. So you I, painting I, clouds like on your child's wall, right? Using using your argument that you just said clouds take all kinds of shapes and forms. They do. So, so but it, when it doesn't translate. It doesn't translate. For Mother but, Nature... But the shapes and forms that are put into the painting, wouldn't those technically be no, possible cloud formation? No, because those are 2D. See? You're going from 2D to 3D. It doesn't translate. No, it's like going from Super Mario World to Mario 64. It's not the same thing. They're different applications. The end result's not the same, okay? So, do you remember that episode of King of the Hill? Right? Where, like, Peggy Which painted one? clouds in Bobby's room? I don't remember this. I, I have it. not it's... seen every episode of King of the Hill. I'm doing it. <gasps> right. I've, oh, I've seen, man. I, I, I don't know what percentage of the episodes I've seen before. I've seen a fair amount of them, especially oh, okay. kind of back in the day. I think I would have them on like late night. I, th- I, think you would, I think you would appreciate it more today. But, um, oh, yeah. No, I've, I've always enjoyed the show. Okay. I, I have nothing against it. Like, but, but Sorry. No, no. It's just one episode where, like, I guess Bobby wanted clouds. And, you know, Hank obviously is against that. But like, he walks in and they're like, Hank, what do you think? Well, it looks good, Peggy, but you missed all these blotches over here. <laughs> because it just looks weird, right? Because obviously, clouds, you're typically trying to leave it white, right? I mean, that's whatever. Yeah. Again, you're going probably with a blue wall and these white empty, like these weird voids. Well, I mean, if somebody does it good, a lot of times you'll use like grays or darker, like close to like shades of black too to add in like depth and like texture to the the clouds. You think that's happening with the average homeowner? No. <laughs> well, that's that's why it looks bad. Well, that that's on them though. That's that's an execution issue. 
Yeah, like, see, because for me, to make it look passable, like, you have to, like, go full in with the outdoor aesthetic, and, like, you would have to paint grass or some trees. Like, you have to add other things. Because, like, if you just have these weird blotches, you may not get it. Or, like, someone walking in may not understand what's happening. So you have to add that extra ambiance, and that's why it's a bad idea. Just avoid it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think clouds are the most thought-provoking topic by themselves either. But, you know, this kind of transitions perfectly into my number two on the best list, which is nature scenes. Mm. It's just kind of a big catch-all, but, you know, there's all cool, like, scenery situations you get when you look at natural environments, whether, you know, everything from, like, the Grand Canyon to cool-looking mountains and, and what have you, or it could be something more, you know, I guess even even more closer to home, like maybe it could be if you live in the Southwest, like, you know, some just cool looking you know land somebody has or something like it 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 just really depends like it it could be just about anything i mean every area of every country has some kind of cool natural scenery but it's something that you know depending on who you are and what kind of scenery you like it could uh, really relax you that kind of deal um it could be very hard to paint if you were the one painting but it's worth the effort if you can do it um it could be a nice night sky or something which may or may not involve clouds, I guess. It better <laughs> so, not. But, but yeah, no, I mean, pretty straightforward. Nature can be cool. Paint the nature. Now, now, hang on. Now, does it add to it, like, painting nature when you're in nature? Or is it the same if you're just, like, inside? You know, is there, like, an extra level? I think there's an extra level of immersion. Yeah, you think so? Painting. I, I think so. I think so. Because that's how I envision it. I mean... After what I just said, I think I almost kind of want to write like a uh, like a chapter in like a painting textbook that just says nature can be cool. Paint the nature. I think that says all you need to know. Huh. I like that. And but no, maybe even add a third sentence that says so. Basically, say nature's cool. Paint the nature. Possibly even in the nature. That <laughs> that kind of incorporates your comment there too. I would totally buy that. <laughs> but like you know, I mean, honestly, I mean, some of the most like awesome paintings ever are nature and it's it's pretty common right it's easy i mean it's natural to see it yeah so no fantastic choice okay that's that's it (laughs) so back to you number one on the worst thing to paint is a stop sign (laughs) so here's why here's here's my logic here so one most people have hard times like seeing stop signs now to begin with right and, uh, you know, you think, hey, this big red, you know, diamond, essentially. Not, what was it, a pentagon? It's, it's an octagon. Octagon, is it eight? You should know this. You Why drive should? on the roads many times. Well, I don't know. I think it's a part of the driver's ed course, too, to know how many sides there are. We took that when we were, what, 16, barely? Yeah, I guess. Do you, do you take 15? it before you? Did we, we take it together? That age range. You, you, basically, 15 or 16. Didn't we somewhere. take it at the same time? It's quite possible. I think we took it at the same time. I, I think so, but... I'm pretty sure we took, like, a driving, like, session at the same time. Yeah. I, I don't know if he took the exact exam at the same time, because I think he had to go to the DMV for it. No, but... we did. We cheated. <laughs> Do the Siamese twin thing. Yeah. But anyway, so, like, depending on how you paint it, right? So, you, you could go a couple of routes painting this. You could paint the whole sign. So, all eight sides of it. And then it's just this random eight-sided thing. It might be a big blue octagon. And you're like, well, what do I do here? Or 
you could paint it but leave the word stop in there. So now people are confused, right? So like, okay, now it's a yellow stop sign. What do I do? Do I yield? <laughs> do I slow down? Is this a school zone? Like, what is happening with the sign? I'm just going to stop you right there. I'm just going to say, I think this is the stupidest item you've ever listened no. to, ever. No, because it, like, you could also paint words on it. Like, who is, don't stop. Who is painting a stop sign? I'm also sure that this is probably some kind of felony level offense. <laughs> exactly. That's why it's the worst idea to do. It's like, what if you just painted the word don't above stop? <laughs> just keep driving. This, this is bringing back a story that I don't know if I should tell or not. <laughs> Go ahead. I was uh, uh, out late one night with some people. It's a group of people. Roughly about 10, I would imagine. Um, But uh, there was walking involved from an establishment that serves beverages for adults. And uh, on the walk back, uh, there at some point was a a stop sign that was laying on the ground. Yep. Or it was close to laying. I can't remember what it was. I think it was like a temporary stop sign that had fallen or something. And uh, two people in the group decided it would be great to carry that stop sign across the city. And uh, that's exactly what happened, and uh, had to get returned the next day when I, after I after I woke up. But uh, th- that's just the story. It has nothing really to do with painting of any sort. See, but like, what if somebody coming to mind? It's like, what if somebody painted around it? Don't steal this, and then it said the word stop, and then someone painted <laughs> sign under it. See, it could also be used for good. Oh my gosh! But oh man. But but yeah no I I, I I agree this is a terrible thing to paint it's, it's a terrible it's just thing to paint cause harm to people and vehicles I mean, possibly animals yeah you know a lot of times it's also going to tire out your arms because a lot of those signs you kind of have to reach up to paint and I mean, it's just going to add you know, that just makes you stupid for not bringing a step ladder you you carrying a step ladder when you and your drunk friends are walking around the city <laughs> taking stop signs <laughs> see you see. I mean, I was going to say I did not encourage this behavior, but uh, Nathan would never do such things. It was his goofy friends. Yeah, uh, but uh, who could have that have been? But <laughs> going into uh, uh, number one uh, on my list, yep. I have uh, someone you love, and so this could be a significant other. Whether you're painting or commissioning a a painting of them of uh, 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 swords, or it could be a family member or something, but somebody close to you. Because, yeah, especially if you're the one painting, what better way to show them how much you love them than by drawing them exactly the way you see them? Ooh. And, and putting it out Oof. there and showing that to them. That's like, dangerous. Be like, hey, wife, I love you so much. Look at this painting I drew of you. Look, Ooh. How, look how beautiful you are. Or, or hey, mom and dad, I, I drew this painting of you guys. You, you've been so great in my life. Here is this. And you just unveil it, you know, kind of like the whole cloth over the painting and all. And you, yep. Yeah, yeah, that you shake it off like some grand uh, reveal. I, I think that's uh, it's once again going back to the thing I said with the pets is you know painting something that's close to you or that speaks to you is important, and the people in your life that you love, I think that's important too. You know, it, overall, it's probably a good choice. It's the best choice. Now, however, it kind of depends on like the person who's receiving the gift, right? Or whoever it the image is of. Depends on how they might take it. 
So, like, regardless of your skill, even if you're, like, a master painter, like, if someone feels that that's not how their actual <laughs> reflection should be, then, yeah, you're going to have problems. Paint it good. <laughs> I just... I don't know, man. It's dangerous. It, uh, it, it High risk, high reward. It is. It is, but... To get the best things in life, you have to take those risks. Dude, you just got to slap that paint down and ride it to the moon. <laughs> right. You know? You just, just got to go for it. <laughs> the best is if if you, uh, when you're drawing the person you love, you do it as a metaphor where you draw them as something else completely because that's what you see them as. Like, draw them as an allegory. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, the, the point still stands. Painting someone you love, I think, is okay. quite great. Fantastic, man. Uh, did you have any honorable or, you know, dishonorable mentions? At for, all? for you or for me? Uh, whatever you got. So, on, I guess on my list, some yeah. of the things I were considering was uh, yourself doing a self-portrait. Doing, uh, you know, that because it can show you how you perceive yourself and how you do that. You can learn a lot about yourself doing that. Um, the, the other one I had is yourself. And this one I went with your book, uh, literally painting yourself. It, it can be kind of fun. Just throwing finger paints around. Uh, uh, that's that can get kind of weird, but uh, that was all I had uh, there. Um, I guess on the worst side, I, I kind of thought you were going to put some random things out there that subjects to paint, um, which you did a couple times in, in a sense that I didn't even see coming, <laughs> like painting the town. Um, but some of the things I had on the worst would be like fruits and vegetables. You see a lot of paintings that are like. You know, it's like a basket of fruit. Mm-hmm. It's like vegetable selling. It seems like subliminal messaging. Try and make you eat that stuff. Yeah. But ain't nobody want that. Um, also had crime. Because you don't want to be painting crime because then it encourages people to do crime. Okay. Because it's like if you had video games where there was crime happening in video games, all the kids are just going to go out and do all kinds of crimes. That's because, true. Because, yeah, it's very you're, true. You're just going to do whatever yeah. you see in a in a movie or a painting or something. It's... You can't stop it. It's so you, mm-hmm. you just have to shut down. You ha- you have to stop any form of media with negative imagery. Yep, crime would be one of them. Um, so so yeah. Um, and last thing I had, just try to match your randomness that I expected to come was uh, anything from the Step Up movie franchise. So either the first Step Up movie with Channing Tatum or Step Up to the Streets or whatever movies came after that. Um, but I thought that would match the random energy level, which kind of does in a weird way. But that that's about all I had. Okay. Uh, so a few things on my list. So things that, like, I would put on the best list, so for you, um, painting over graffiti. So let's say someone's vandalized your neighborhood, right? What would be a fantastic way to clean that up? Using your artistic capabilities to make something wonderful. Or just to cover it up. You know, like, what a better way, like, to serve your community. This, You know, what a good deed. You feel great after doing it. Um, you know, you may be commissioned, you know, you, you might, might earn a side hustle, you know, income out of it. Um, but it, it just makes you feel like a better citizen. So, so like, for example, if there's like a big brick wall and somebody wrote like cheesy Chad or whatever their sign yeah. is like, just paint a big mural over it. Yeah. Like if someone, yeah, yes, yes. I won't okay. dive deeper into that, but yes, absolutely. Okay. Um, also any, over anything that's like any faded safety markings. So like you know you know how like when you go to like stores or businesses there's like fire lane paint and like in red yeah over time that fades so what if you just repainted it so then like nobody would be 
you know, nobody would miss the warning signs. Like, you know, cautionary tape. So this is basically paint. doing free community services? Yes, absolutely. You know, like sometimes the handicapped parking signs get kind of faded. What if you just repainted them? You know, I'm wondering if there's any legalities involved in that since it's safety-based. Uh, I don't know if you get in trouble for painting it on your own without proper permission. You probably... Now, here's the thing. You probably could get in trouble, but I don't think anyone would actually go through you know, prosecuting. If you actually just painted what was there initially, I don't think anybody would... <laughs> like, who would do that? That would be just a bad PR look. I mean, I mean, it's true. Yeah, I, I don't think it'd be worth the time or money to do that. Yeah. Especially if you're doing a pretty good job and you're helping the community. Yeah, now I did have a couple that were close to making my worst list. So, real quick here... Painting grass. So what I mean by this is, especially like with realtors, a lot of times, you know, with homeowners with like really patchy looking grass or really kind of dead looking grass, they'll just spray paint over it. They'll get green spray paint. Oh, are you serious? Yeah. This is the thing that happens. I haven't had to deal with this. I yeah. did not understand so that. So it's a thing. shady practice. It should be stopped. Stop it. So that's one. I thought you were talking about like more like the construction type where like, you know, you're using the orange paint to like oh, no. spray where something's this is people like dug or covering something up like that. a bald spot, essentially. Yeah. So uh, number two, don't paint the Mona Lisa. All right, here's the thing. It's the most overrated painting, in my opinion, ever. I've been to the Louvre and I have seen the Mona Lisa in person. It is vastly underwhelming. And it's also really small. It, it's surprisingly small. Right, so like, there's recreations, but like, why? It's not an impressive painting to begin with. Have you ever seen it? In person or just in, in general? Have you seen it in person? I was going to. I didn't end up Good. having time. That was the one thing I kind of cut out of my trip. Good. Last time I went, just because I basically covered all the sides. I wanted to see that was the other one I had had on there. Just the time element, that was the one thing I had to cut from the schedule. But like so you didn't I make it to the museum? No, no. I, I was outside the museum. I didn't go inside. So I, that was... Those really going inside the Louvre is the only thing I really cut out on my last trip. But I mean, I'll cover it the next time I'm there. It's massive. But anyways, yeah, don't, the Mona Lisa is overrated. There's a lot of better exhibits. I, mean, I was googling, and there's strategies for which sections to actually go to and which directions oh, to go Dude, to. That, that room it's in is insane. It's just like yeah, fighting your way up to like that, t- take a picture that, of it. That's mainly the reason it got cut was because. It's kind of an ordeal going there. You kind of have to have a strategy that you want to stick to going in, whereas you could cover other random things um, in that same time. And it's not something I'm super freaking out about seeing constantly, so I think I'll cover it in a future trip. Did you know, fun fact about the Louvre real quick, do you know, like, you know, like, sometimes there's, like, self-guided tours and things you can get when you go inside a museum? Yeah. Do you know they actually use, like, Nintendo 3DSs? As like self guided tours, like Are legit, you yeah, they, they legit partnered with Nintendo, and like they had like the Louvre, like it was like a cartridge you'd put in, and it was like a self, so it knew where you were in the Louvre, and it would tell you about the items in it. They still yeah, do it's it. Actually, kind of cool. Yeah. Does it? All right. This is a, I guess maybe an ignorant question. Does. The 3DS have a GPS in it, or is there something on the cartridge? They are that specifically has? commissioned from Nintendo, so I don't know so if they're like specialty special units. I don't okay. think it's a stock. Because that's what's weird. Because like, yeah, I've just never, I, I've never owned a three. No, they do. They do. They do. Because I've never no, owned they, a three. So I don't know if there was already. Like, they do have GPS. GPS. Okay. Yeah, they, okay. they do. Because there's other apps that they use it. Yeah, it does. Um, and the very last thing, anything involving finger paint, don't use your fingers. Okay. First of all, no one's hand is that special. It's not. Okay. And then two, <laughs> getting the paint off of your fingers is awful. 
Okay, so like you're, you're dipping your hand in here, you're slapping it on on there, and then like eventually it's just going to smear everywhere. It's like ha- three quarters of the time, it doesn't even look like a hand anymore. Okay, so that's, that's really frustrating. It doesn't look like a hand, and then you have to go to the bathroom to try to wash your hands, and it just it doesn't work. Don't use your fingers. That's it. I'm sure that's still at all like the children's uh, schooling curriculums these days. So. Yeah. Good luck avoiding that. <laughs> yeah. You got anything else, man? No. I, I, I mean, I think we talked more about this topic than I expected us to. But it's definitely definitely a change of pace. Maybe we should try this more often. I, I think we should. Uh, you know what, dude? We're going to slowly sink into obscurity with the topics we choose. Oh, probably. But you know what? I think it was pretty amusing. Um, you know what else was pretty good? This drink, actually, I thought it ended up pretty good. Yeah, it's actually grown on me a lot. It's it it's a flavor profile that works. I mean, it's something that honestly you don't think of ever having like an alcoholic tea. Like it's it's something that just doesn't come See, up very often. But like I've had the twisted tea and I don't really like it. It's like too sugary. Like it's, well, yeah, and that, it's I think part of it's like this pre-manufactured drink yeah. that's built in such a way to where it'll last. And it's it's one of those things where. I mean, if you're going to make a tea-based alcoholic drink, it's probably better and it'll taste better and more natural to do it yourself. Because, yeah, I mean, I think the pre-mixing and how they, they work out the chemical balance of it and the, the shelf life, I think it makes a big difference. Yeah. But, but yeah. Um, other than that, man, like I said, yeah, uh, good episode. Uh, I think we'll try more off-the-wall topics <laughs> soon. Um, until next <laughs> until next time, guys, we've been wrecked rec- rankings and we're out. <laughs>